Layoffs are an unfortunate reality in today's market, and impacted workers can spend days, weeks, or even months looking for a new role. After submitting hundreds of resumes into the void, maybe it's time to try something new. This is The Layoff Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of The Layoff Podcast. I am excited to speak with our latest job seeker, Kat Torres, who's here today. Every episode, we are introducing a new job seeker, and we hope that this hits the right people. So, you know, continue to listen to us, catch us on Spotify and all the other platforms out there. But I would love to just get right to it and introduce Kat. I'll throw it over to you to kind of give your brief introduction and let you have the floor. Thank you, Marissa. So yeah, I am a revenue operations professional. I've been in the RevOps space for 10 plus years. Started with data, made my way through process and systems, going into some more strategic level and you know scalable processes for the entire customer journey. So that's that's just a little bit about me. Yeah. When we were chatting beforehand, I had mentioned to you, you know, I was kind of going through like what you had told me already about right now, obviously you're facing a layoff, which, you know, that's the intention of the platform is just to get, you know, our names out there, but it looks like you have been impacted before, you know, this is your second time going through it. So how do you feel, you know, is there any changes that you've seen between the first time and this next time, or are they similar? What has that been like for you? So it's different, but more in a personal way, it's different. So in the beginning, uh, it was the first time I'd ever been laid off in my career, and I'm very fortunate that that hadn't hit me before. So the first time it happened, definitely was freaking out. But at the same time, I had this confidence because I hadn't had trouble finding roles before. You know, I, I've been able to build up a good network of, of good colleagues, and um, I have a good background of skills. So I wasn't too worried in the beginning, well, the first time I got laid off. And I was like, okay, well, I'll take maybe a week or two off and apply to roles and uh, I know it'll be just fine. I'll probably get like, you know, job offer. Absolutely the opposite. Confidence went way down. Thousands of other people, professionals with, you know, just as much or even more experience as myself were in the same shoes and everybody was competing. I put together spreadsheets. I tried to find trends. I tried to see different ways of reaching out to recruiters or hiring managers. I joined a bunch of different, you know, Slack communities, just trying to figure out what this special sauce was that I was missing at this time. And I was unemployed for about four and a half months before I was able to get my last role, which was actually through networking. It was through um, a previous manager that knew the hiring team. Mm. Yeah. So that was how I was able to land that. So this second time around, I am definitely ready, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know what to expect. I know it's already, I already know that it's a difficult market. Uh, my situation is not even unique. There's a lot of other people that are going through their second round of layoffs this year, but I'm not as like worried as I was before. Now I'm just kind of like, okay, I've been through this process already. I'm going to take it a little bit easier. I'm going to try different approaches to the process and see how it goes. Yeah, I think that's a really insightful, especially for those of us that this is our first time going through it. I know you like you're mentioning, like you do see that there's unfortunately like individuals like yourself that, you know, this might be their second. I've even seen a worst case scenarios that it's like their third. And I'm like, I cannot even believe that at this point. But I guess for if you were to speak to someone that this is the first time they've ever faced a layoff and you could 
kind of pinpoint things that you that helped during this first initial phase and even just like I mean what are some tips and tricks that you have found to be helpful yeah absolutely so I can only speak for the SaaS industry because that's that's my target industry and so I can't speak for you know other type of corporations or other type of industries out there but what I've seen is from the trend analysis I did for um, when I was first unemployed was um, Series C and companies that had around 100 to 300 employees were the highest to reply to interviews, to like reply to me for interviews. Smaller, it was, you know, like Series A's or even like, you know, under 50 employees. I would get responses for that, but corporations were definitely the most difficult, you know, yeah. thousand and up was it was just very very low replies or i wouldn't hear back from them after they replied to me it's like they they say oh we're gonna we're freezing this role now yeah um so that's one tip i would say is target series c or you know 100 to 300 employees uh organizations another tip i would say is network and a lot of people are not used to that a lot of people are not very comfortable doing that but you have to like in this yeah. market it is all about who you know, and you have to start somewhere. So, you know, starting with LinkedIn posts, following people, posting on theirs, starting with that, joining Slack communities in the same type of professionals, becoming friends with people. I know that's yeah, like, duh, but a lot of people are just, they're not used to that. A lot of people are just used to applying and getting yeah. responses. No, that makes a lot of sense because. I've always relied heavily on networking myself, just generally, but I know others, like you said, especially if they're in certain type of like roles that they don't necessarily, not everyone is very good at with speaking with people or they feel yeah. like that. And they're more on like the back end of things or they're more on the technical side of things. Yeah. So it's like, I would feel like it's a, a hard it transition is. for them to do that. But I think that's really relevant, like you're saying, because unfortunately we're just not in that time in place anymore where you can just put an application and be like my skills talk for themselves right like you're seeing that um, it, it, it is unfortunate that if if you're not comfortable with it this is the time to push yourself out of your comfort zone otherwise be patient and just kind of sit for for the journey yeah. but if yeah but if you if you've been trying all other avenues i'd say that's going to be the way that you stand out with the crowd right now yeah and you know, I have a, another question. I don't even know if you'd have insight on this, but I find it interesting because I'm very into like data analytics myself. And it sounds like you did a lot of like trend analysis. Are you seeing when you were analyzing for specifically like in the software space, because I think we're both in, in the same industry. So obviously this won't be relevant to everybody, but are you seeing a certain percentage in a, a specific group? Like, is it that you're seeing or is it all across the board, the layoffs are happening? I wasn't tracking layoffs. I was only tracking hiring. So ah. yes, because I was looking for stability and, you know, trying to land a job, but I wasn't tracking trends on where layoffs were happening, but from what I've been reading, so I don't have hard data on it. Only what I've been yeah. from what I've been reading is it, it didn't matter. It was across yeah. the board. So my last company was a series C, C you know, I had around 200 employees. So it was right on that like exact yeah. spectrum that I was landing on, but they had two rounds of layoffs. I was the set part of the second round. Oh gosh. My, my company before that, the first time I got laid off was a series A. So it, it doesn't matter. I know that's probably not what you or your viewers yeah. need to hear. They want to think, or they want to, you know, hopefully think, okay, maybe there's a more stable area yeah. 
and even my last company was in AI too. So even that, <laughs> you're like, well, <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it's a gamble right now. Networking is honestly probably your best avenue. It's going to be um, unstable. And yeah. you're going to have to just figure out ways to go with that. You know, either if you're good at having a side job, a consultancy, I'm not that kind of person. So I can't even <laughs> to no. that. but that's just right now. I want to say it's a, a waiting game. Unfortunately, it is. And I feel that because I was actually with companies that were like bootstrap, not even in like those type of situations you're talking about. And I find it curious because something I'm noticing is that there's a lot of companies that are publicly announcing layoffs while there's so many private companies that don't even have that, that they're not even putting it out there. So to me, I'm like, what does that say about who, how many of us are really in the same boat? We only know a fraction then of what that snapshot really looks like. So thanks for that. I know I'm like picking your brain just because, you know, it's fine. No, no, no. It makes, makes, and then you have all those so yeah, that's a, that's a good point. You also have a lot of people that are not even posting, yeah, uh, layoff because they feel embarrassed or you know they, and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. The fir- my first layoff, I was blaming myself. Yeah. Now that I'm through it again, which is really funny, you would think that I would be even harder, but I'm actually the complete opposite. It's like this is out of my control. You know, it's not you. <laughs> it has <laughs> you nothing know. to do with me going through pushing forward at this point. Yeah. And so would you say that's generally how you felt, like how mentally, physically this has affected you? You know, yes. at first it was that imposter and then now it's kind of overcoming that as you go forward. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The first time I'm someone who's always already hard on themselves. Yeah. Like, you know, I was doing analytics while I was unemployed. I mean, I'm, I'm that kind of person where I'm a, a problem solver. Yes. And so I was so hard on myself. I was constantly like, I could have done this better, made myself uh, be indispensable in this way, or I could have done that. Maybe I, you know, wasn't friendly enough with the higher ups. So they made a different kind of decision, whatever it is. I was very much blaming myself for that entire period. And the second time around, I mean, now I don't blame myself. I know it's yeah. not me, especially cause I'm in ops. I'm not in sales. So it's not even like, I can't even directly yeah. the revenue of the company. It's it's just now I'm, I'm a lot more in a, I don't want to say like a peace or like a Zen, like of area. It's, it's just kind of like, I was saving up money, yeah. family and friends. I'm just kind of going with the flow right now. And, you know, it's out of my control. Yeah. We had a, a, a lady in, in one of our previous episodes, she said, you kind of go numb in a way <laughs> to those feelings. And you're just kind of like, I have a goal. I have a goal in mind, you know, and getting to the next stage and at least, you know, getting hired somewhere obviously but she's like everything else kind of you get numb to those feelings eventually so it's it's very interesting like I said to talk to you you faced it not you know not just the one time but two times in what ways have you pivoted while you're like you know job searching are you doing anything outside of like networking are you looking to do anything temporarily what does that look like for you so I have never been an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've had people come to me and be like, why don't you do consulting? Or, you know, um, I have these contract positions and things like I'm okay. I'm in a place where I'm okay financially, where I can hold off on building that because it comes, you know, it comes with a different kind of bag of worms. When you want to do it solo, you have to sign up for business licenses, different kind of tax, you know, things you have to know about, you have to build up your clientele and 
I didn't really want to open that up because my I wanted my focus to be on landing a full-time position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What I've been doing though right now is I've actually, I don't know if that was the post that you commented on LinkedIn, but I'm switching from, so there's a quote by Albert Einstein, you know, insanity is the, de the definition of insanity is repeating yeah. the same experiment, expecting a different result. So instead of doing what I did before, which was applying to jobs over and over and tracking it and trying to pivot and all that. I'm going to try and focus on my network and I'm going to try and join the large events that are out there like Saster, yeah. Dreamforce, Opstars, you know, because honestly, like if I put myself in, in the recruiter's shoes, for example, or yeah. in the hiring manager's shoes, you're seeing names in lines on paper, in. no faces, no emotion. You don't know these people, but when you are in person and you meet someone and they get to know you and you're, and yes. they, it sticks in their mind, then automatically you you pop up from that pile of everybody that's going through. So that's, that's what I'm changing this time around. I love that because I think that kind of speaks to, and again, I was chatting with you a little bit ahead of the call about, you know, hiring process, like, you know, how would we change things? And I, what I'm hearing from you in a way, in a sense is that, Maybe the focus when it comes to hiring, and I'm sorry if I'm putting words in your mouth, maybe this is just how I'm, is maybe it would be also nice to see more like job fairs or yes. events where there's people actually there and you're you're getting streamlined to like, hey, you're going from here to potentially being getting an offer, even if it's con conditional yes. at the end of the day. So is there anything else that you'd like to see? I mean, the networking thing, I, I'm with you. I actually am. Um, I have a big follower of TechCrunch, right? As yes. in, you know, in software, and they actually have just so you so you know too, because you might want to get on this. Oh, they I'm actually were, it. yeah, they were offering up free tickets for anyone that were laid off oh, to yeah. join the their next conference in San Francisco. Oh. So yeah, and I jumped on it. Not now, I don't know if I could even make it out there, but I said I'm gonna get the ticket just in case, because yes. you never know, maybe I can pull some funds together and that's my parents. I don't know, yeah. but I agree with you. I think it's just where you're going. And if there could be sometimes in the future, you know, more job fairs, more things like that, but is there anything else you'd like to see or have you noticed about the process that you change? Well, I agree with you and to put it in a, a business sense though. So, mm -hmm. so the way that, you know, we've been talking about this is very much um, on the person, like it's very yeah. personal focus. For companies, for example, this is actually very beneficial to host meetups or, you know, social events for people who have been laid off or, or in that or in that atmosphere because of the connections they have with other vendors and making those connections and being able to sell your product it, in a way it's, it's very marketable for them as yeah. well. Right. And they could even post online like, hey, we have this networking event. We can have sponsorships from all these different vendors and the vendors will come and be able to market their own products. So I, I agree with you. I think that should be something that changes about the processes. Instead of having, you know, just that cog rolling, you know, where people are yeah. applying, 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 there should definitely be networking events where our professionals can come together, talk to each other, even if it doesn't end up with a job, just being able yeah. to understand the market, understand yes. the customers, understand the journey that people are going through. Because as we know, we are no longer in a growth for the sake of growth environment. Now it's a customer retention. Yes. Yeah. 
So it's, it's very applicable to the whole process, I think. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the elements that I always found because I'm on the sales, you're on op or rev ops. I was like on the so sales and account management side. So to yeah. me, I always felt like the most un underrated KPI was retention. You know, they yes. were always so focused on growth and getting yes. to the next level. Everyone wants to be profitable and that's valid, yes. but it's also who's going to be there on the journey with you and that you're retaining that they may have referrals down the line, maybe not in the moment, okay. but down the line, we don't know who's, you know, knows who. So I think that's super, like I said, valid in what you're saying. Is there, and I know you said like for you, your end goal, what is that end goal, like target role for you? Where are you wanting to see yourself in your next job? Well, I have a senior level experience level, um, but titles, are not important to me. To me, my end goal is stability. I know that's, like I said, you don't have control over that right now. Yeah. Um, I tried with my last position to be strategic and get a stable position. And like I said, the market is what it is. Yeah. That would be my end goal. It's, it's a wish list item. It's definitely something that I'm aiming for. That's, that's pretty much in operations. Just, I yeah. like, that's what I'm good at. I'm really good with helping people and talking to people. And that's, that would be it. That's my end goal. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you. I, you know, especially like, what do you like for me? I'm like, as a mom and everything, I'm like longevity and, and just being able to grow with a company. I don't know if those exist. We're hoping, right? Like we're hoping this open doors to those type of companies. I'm sure they're out there. Maybe they're listening, <laughs> but that's awesome. And we obviously wish you well. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or share? You know, this is obviously going to go out to job seekers, but also recruiters, anything that, you know, you could think of that might be helpful tips, tricks, anything really that you'd like to say? Yes. So to job seekers and recruiters, I know that you might feel like you're in a desperate place, especially if it's been months. Recruiters are might handle you with as a cog in the wheel and you can't take it personally. You really can't. Yeah. A lot of people get very angry and I totally get that, especially when you get ghosted and things like that. Unfortunately though, that's just, you know, they're doing their job. And yeah. if they're seeing hundreds of applicants, it's hard for them to turn their brain back onto human, like this is a person and this, yes. person, this is a role I need to fill. So it's it's just try not to take it personally and try and humanize your experiences with these people, you know, um, bring them back to a good place when you're in a conversation with the recruiter, kind of like joke with them, get them to yeah. humanize you. And that that's all I can kind of like, that's what I would put out there to everybody. Yeah, no, we are actually, of course, we're focused on job seekers because we're job seekers. We're all been impacted by layoffs, but we also are going to have a couple of different episodes with a couple of recruiters that I have on, on deck because I think it's important, yes. right? Like said, we have to show each other grace. We're all in in a place of oversaturation and the yeah. recruiters are actually impacted by layoffs too, which yeah. in episode, you know, three in our past episodes, we have several that are actually part of the layoffs right now too. So, but thank you so much, Kat. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in for the next episode of the layoff podcast. The Layoff Podcast is hosted by me, Marissa Alonzo Ackerman, with production by Abel Ozuna and editing help from Lauren Lynch. Our music is by J.A.K. The views and opinions expressed in the show are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. 
Subscribe now so you never miss an episode. You can follow us on LinkedIn at The Layoff Podcast, and you can connect with our guests or apply to be a guest on our website at www.thelayoffpod.com. Thank you.